it's kind of like robot they're nearly robotic movements they're like oh here we go again with this shit da, 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 da. but when you're doing it for yourself it's it's a completely different feeling man completely different it's great <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to this, the ninth installment of the Dode Mode podcast. Today, I'm super excited to introduce my good friend, Jack Travers, who is a businessman and entrepreneur. And today, we're going to talk all about his latest big project, which is super exciting. I'm super proud of the guy. And I hope you guys enjoy this conversation as much as I did having it with him. Let's jump right in. (laughs) <laughs> cool cool yeah, let's do it well, awesome right, welcome okay. welcome to the show jack it's great to have you on what's the story man thanks for having me on i'm glad to be here <laughs> absolutely so to get us started i mean how are you doing how are you doing i'm good man i'm good just very very busy man i always busy you know yourself man it's like it ain't easy running a business <laughs> no doubt no doubt um can you get us started with kind of an introduction to go into uh kind of your history your background what's brought you up to kind of the present moment now <laughs> oh you got me on the spot here man um well i'm half irish let's start with let's say so i'm half irish half chinese uh my dad's chinese um he came to ireland when he was very young i think he came to Ireland when he was like 22 um, he had kids with my mom had a kids with a few others so we're half Irish my mom's Irish my dad's Chinese end of and then my dad set up a family uh, well he set up a takeaway in Ballyfermot which is now kind of like known globally actually believe it or not it's actually it's actually pretty pretty out there for a Chinese takeaway which is crazy absolutely crazy but um, what got me to where I am well I was in school to the age of 17 I was in school to the age of 17 my man but I dropped out of school. I dropped out before the last year, so I, didn't, I left it with no education, really. Uh, dropped out of school, left at 17, and that's when I got to meet. I didn't really grow up with my dad, but um, because they split up when I was young. But um, I dropped out of school and started working for my dad, so that's when I started um, going down the path of being working in kitchens and hospitality and all that other kind of stuff. Cool. Awesome. And then when you came to Canada, how long were you here for? I was in Canada for approximately 11 to 10 months, man. Okay. And were you working at uh, that same spot the whole time? Or what were you doing over here? And before uh, where I met you and Joey's, before where I met there, I was working um, for this container company. Um, I forget the name of it now. Young Guns. Young Guns, that's the name of it. Uh, but I left there after a month because the the, the contract that, that, set, that they sent me with the pay, it wasn't matching to what I was receiving. Maybe it was just because there wasn't enough business or I don't know. But I left after a month and that's when I ran into you and Bento. One of yeah. the things I remember about you was you were the guy in that place. All the girls had a crush on you. All the guys just loved you know just saying hi or whatever it was it was awesome you brought <laughs> you brought an awesome energy into that workplace which was super cool no, man. oh well the funny thing was but i felt i felt I, I actually hated working under the likes of hunter she hated me man she hated me man. i hated her she hated me she always despised me man that's hilarious 
Um, so what are you doing now? You've started your is so correct me if I'm wrong, but is Lambs is that your dad's place? Lambs is my dad's father's shop, yeah, and I worked there for seven years. Okay, and you just started your own place now, is that right? Yeah, which is like four block four doors up, like literally four buildings up. So which how they you... build like they're not building they're not like Canadian buildings. When I mean buildings, they're like four maybe house doors up, let's say. <laughs> yeah, totally. So how'd your dad feel about you putting in your own uh your own spot right next door. Yeah, uh, well, believe it or not, since well, when I came back from Canada, there was like, well, like me and my dad never got along. You know what I mean? And there's always been that kind of issue with me and my dad. But um, well, he walks past the window every day, doesn't look in, doesn't say hello. You know what I mean? On my on my opening day, I asked him to come in. He said no. He just stood outside and just looked in, and he kept saying no. He wouldn't come in. So I don't actually talk to my dad. You know what I mean? But he walks by. He walks by my window every day. I have to see him every day. Walk by the window and keep his head down and all the stuff, you know. Yeah. So, can you talk to me a little bit about the uh, kind of the challenges of starting your own place? Were you working on this with some buddies, and how did you guys kind of do it? Um. Well, actually, so I was in Canada. I was only in Canada two months, and I think I was only in Bentall about a month. I was literally only in bed all a month and I received the phone call. And I received the phone call and the phone call was, which is my older brother. So you might have seen the whole, the, there's a whole thing of old lambs and new lambs. And now you have me. So my, my older brother set up a shop literally, literally next door. Right. So after a month of being in Canada, so basically this is about a year, a year and a half before all opens and he's like, Look, I've got a plan. Are you in? Are you not? And I said, I'm in. And the whole plan was for me to come back, help him set it up. And we we run our own thing, you know. And I'd have a small fish and chip business in the small part of the new lambs. But it turns out a few more months down the line, we ran out of storage space. So I couldn't have the small business that I wanted in the same building as my brother, which meant I had to move five doors up. Still worked out well enough, though. Cool and but um, in in terms of problems and challenges, time, 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 always not enough time. And there's so much work that has to be done, man. A lot of work that always has to be covered. Did you find that being in Canada helped shape kind of your your perception of business at all? Like, helped you see a different way of doing things or anything like that? Um. Actually, there is one thing. Definitely, if there's anything that I took from being in Canada in terms of hospitality, it would have been how to meet and greet customers properly. And I would have learned that through the basic trainings of Joey. You know what I mean? How like how to like how, I don't know how to talk to people properly, if you get what I mean. Because honestly, like I was saying, like this the service, the standard of service that was going on in Joey's, I'd never seen it ever. In my life, I've never seen anything as so uptight and fucking professional in my life compared to Ireland. So there's a lot of things from Joey's that I took back in terms of going forward with opening up my own business because I'm the front man of the shop. Like I'd have to deal with the taking in the orders, handling the delivery drivers food, handling the walk-ins food, handling the phones. So there's a lot of um, things I learned from being in Joey's, I suppose. 
also saying that there was a lot of things obviously working in my father's Chinese takeaway for seven years that would have helped me to be where I am today. Awesome. Um, was it difficult going out on your own and starting it? Or did you have kind of a network that helped support you or any resources Um, that kind of helped you? yeah, man, well, see, let's say, for example, when I, when, then, when we, me and my brother got the new lambs up and going, these investors, they seen a lot of potential in me and how I worked and how, how I managed things. So they basically pulled me aside and were like, look, we're happy to invest money in you and we'll give you a percentage cut of the business and you just be there. So basically, I'm after landing where I am just with the knowledge and skills and um stuff that I have without having to uh, put in any money into the business to be a percent to be a percentage owner in the business. You usually have to put money up front. You have to invest, well, like, let's say 20K, 100K, whatever you want to invest in it. But because I didn't have money, but what I had was everything that they were missing. They had the money, but they didn't have the customer knowledge. They didn't have the, the lingo. They didn't have the, I don't know, the setup, basically, the guy to do it for them. <laughs> Right. Where did you find the investors or did they find you or how did that go down? They found me, man. They found me. Um, well, that's the thing, you know, is um is a is a long road, man. It was a very long road. It wasn't very simple, you know. Was, there was lots of things that that got me away. What like when I came back to Ireland, I was actually sleeping on an airbed for like six months, man. Wow. <laughs> I wow. was sleeping in like a, a two by two room for like uh, four months. No, no windows. No, I couldn't even charge my phone. If I wanted to open up the door, you'd have to lift up the airbed. That's how tight it was, man. It was crazy. Wow. Yeah, I've, I've been there, bro. I know the story. It's it's tough. But to see then you just just coming out of that is awesome. I love watching your Instagram stories and stuff. It's super entertaining and super inspiring just seeing all the stuff yeah, you're man. doing. Yeah, um, man, well, it wasn't easy. There's was a there's a lot of break. There's a lot of breaking points, um, before I got to where I'm. Mean, even now, there's still a lot of challenges that I have to overcome. You know what I mean? Every day, it's everyone takes the wake up and it's la 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 la. Every day is fucking stress. <laughs> like when you when you work part, when you think you when you like a lot of people think as soon as you have a business, it's it's you're working less. It's it's not. You're working. You're working twenty four hour. Like today is my day off, and I had people looking for me in work. I had people like the, the chip man looking for deliveries. What time can I deliver food? Uh, the drivers coming in. Is everyone okay to work today? There's lots of things I always have to look after. I can't even enjoy a day off. You know. Absolutely. Um. Do you have a a network of people like yourself who are working on projects and other guys who are going somewhere with their lives because i know everyone wants to be a, a part of that right but you have all mm. these guys who want to be your best friend but they're not doing anything yeah. for themselves right i mean i've got i've got i've got a very small small circle at the moment um because honestly man like i'm literally working 12 hours every day 10 12 10 10 10 at least 10 every day and then 12 12 hours on friday saturday and sunday you know what i mean so that's pretty much my whole day gone you know what I mean? So I don't have a very small circle, but in terms of people, I, I've got friends who are working on become professional fighters. I've got friends that are trying to set up their own clothes companies. I've got friends doing all little small little bits and bobs trying to get their own business. Yeah. So I would say I do have a circle of people who are trying to get up and get going with their life, I suppose. Yeah, that's good because it's it can be hard to find those people. And if you have the wrong people around you, they'll they'll tear you right down. Right. 
Trust me, man, I know. I was one of those guys. I was one of those guys before, man. I, I was a party animal, man. So what are some things that have kind of changed in your life since becoming a, a business owner or a, a business manager? No, man, there's a lot of questions that you've asked me and I've never sat down and asked myself, to be honest. Like, just for example, yourself, like, just just, just the question you just asked now. What, what problems have I dealt with or what has changed? I actually don't know that I can think straight off the bat. Like, what do you think has changed for me? Um, Patience. I now have a lot of patience. <laughs> Compared to what, like, if there's a lot of things I have to deal with now in terms of dealing with customers and complaints, for example, or whatever. Let's say if something went wrong, the food never showed up, if the food's over an hour late, there's a lot of things. Yeah, so, like, controlling my, let's say, um, body language, stuff like that, like controlling your temper, controlling your image, all that type of stuff, you know? Um, what other type of stuff have I fucking... Yeah, image, anyway, for sure. My image, for sure. I've got to be very careful of what type of image I project as well now. Like before, it's we all parties and stuff. But now, because I have the business behind me as well, I can't really be. I've got to be very tight on what I post with online on social medias because I'll always come back and bite you in the ass, man. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> totally. I know, I know exactly what you mean. The bigger of a profile <laughs> you have, the more you have to tighten it up. You know. Yeah, yeah. So now it's a very, very tight. Everything's everything's changed. When I've got no social life, no more drinking, really. You know what I mean? Well, I'm having. A now i don't even know what made me have a beer but like there's no more going to the clubs you know what i mean there's no more hanging out there's no more going seeing your friends and this is this and that it's just it's just kind of get up show me what you got every day you know and do you miss that at all uh, no no, I do and I don't. Do you know what I mean? There is sometimes where, like, like say, for example, like two weeks I had an argument with my girlfriend because I felt like I hadn't done anything. I'd just been coming home, work, gone home, work, girlfriend, girlfriend, home, work off. And I didn't get to see my friends. You know what I mean? So so let's say sometimes if I go two or three weeks, after three weeks, I'm starting to get like, oh, I feel like I have no life. I feel very stressed. Do you know what I mean? But honestly, I feel like that will... I'll, you can only get stressed when you don't have shit in routine, man. If you don't have a routine and you don't know what you're doing every morning when you wake up, um, you're giving yourself too much time to think. You know what I mean? I feel like, if, let's say, this week, last week, I had a really good week in the gym. Really good week. My head was clear, but this week, I haven't gone to the gym once, and I feel like I've just been, like, ugh, like sl uh, slouchy all week. Yeah, I feel you. I've had periods of my life where I was unemployed or kind of in between jobs, and you wake up and there's yeah. when there's nothing to do, you you don't do anything. So almost it's yeah, almost man, especially like, if you smoke weed. Especially if you smoke weed, man. If you smoke weed, man, you're fucked. <laughs> totally. <laughs> totally. Yeah. It's it's almost like someone who's got more going on, even though they're more busy, they're more likely to get more stuff done, you know? Like I would ask someone yeah. if I had a project I needed someone to do, I would ask someone who has a busy schedule because I know they'll fit it in. Whereas someone who's just sitting around watching TV, they're not going to get off that couch, you know? Yeah, man. Once you're, yeah, like I said, man, you got to have a routine. You got to, you got to wake up every morning and have something ready to do. Like, you know what I mean? A purpose. If you have no purpose, if you have no, no sense of direction or purpose, you're kind of fucked, man. Totally. So where do you see yourself going with this? Would you be able to. Franchise, like, franchise, franchise. franchise. Franchise awesome. 
100%. Um, at the moment, it's called Cabo Fish and Chips, and half of it's called Walk to Go. So basically, the Irish, especially on Bali Ferma, all like, like lower class areas in Dublin. Well, not even lower class areas, everywhere in Ireland. When I speak, I can speak that for chess. Everyone in Ireland loves a good fish and chips and a good Chinese takeaway. It's kind of like their go-to. Every like 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 there's people in Bali Ferma that order five times a week. It's crazy. Crazy, you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, so Cabo, I want to turn Cabo into a franchise, basically. And uh, and hopefully, and, and run where I hope to make the main money will be Canada. Yeah, you'll bring Actually, it over here. That was the original plan, my man. The original plan was um my last fallout with my dad, let's say, before I went to Canada, was before Canada, I went to Canada. I was meant to get a sum of money go over, set up a business, and um, uh, obviously I, I kept up my part of the contract or deal to get in terms to receive that sum of money, but he didn't, and then we were just bickering on and on, so end of story, I was meant to go to Canada, set up a fucking Chinese takeaway, kind of like what I'm doing now, but it fell through, never happened, so I kind of just went over to Canada for a year, well, I, was, I went over with a two-year visa, hoping to stay the two years, but then I got that, I got that message, and when you kind of received messages like, are you in or you're not? That type of situation, you just kind of got, got to go for it, man. I feel like you don't like, get those kind of opportunities in life very often. Like, are you in on a business or are you not? Especially if, especially if you've dedicated your life to it in some sort of ways. I've, I've, I've about seven years to eight years behind me already on it, you know what I mean? My brother, he's he's 40 years old. He's only after getting his first shop now. I'm 27. I have my first shop kind of already. You've got a huge head start on a lot of people, right? Yeah. And that's just um, that's just because the investors seen what they what they saw potential, you know. They seen the hard work. Absolutely. Because I, I I went I think I went four months, four or five months, no days off, sixty hours a week, seventy hours a week, bro. It's crazy. Wow. Yeah, that's wild. When do you think? Yeah, man. But like, yeah, go ahead. Well, when you're like when you're working those hours, man. <clears throat> It's very lonely. It's very, very lonely. It's you, you get sick. You get sick. You know what I mean? It's, it's in your head, though. It's all in your head. You know, I can guarantee you, if, like, people who say they need a day off, if they were earning a thousand euro a day, they wouldn't say they need a day off. Right. It's, right. it's, a, state, it's a state of mind. Oh, I'm totally. tired. Oh, I'm doing too much work. It all comes down to your paycheck. I can guarantee you. It all comes down to the paycheck, most of the people's attitude towards work. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I can totally see that with a lot of different people. Often the people on the bottom level or the bottom tier are the ones that complain the most and stuff and you know, yeah. aren't aren't willing to put in that time. But then the guys on top are are working very hard. They're putting in all their weekends whatever yeah right? man like like I, my days off are on monday and even at that it's not even a day off last last the last two mondays i've had off i've gone into the shop to help them do prep you know <laughs> totally so when do you think um if you're looking forward when do you think you could open another shop or when and where kind of thing? well i'm opening i'm opening another shop hopefully after christmas right after on. this christmas like this Christmas, man. Um, shop two was already coming. Hopefully, beautiful. <laughs> but That's I don't awesome. know if it's if I can franchise it the way I can. It's gonna be a shop two, but 
I don't know if it's gonna be if we're gonna be able to franchise it just yet, like you know. Totally. Be because uh, the the shop too is kind of like there's a shop that's already there and they want to keep their name there already. Okay, so you've got some. Uh, you've Yeah, we got got some a competition. we got some we got to talk we got yeah we got to talk we we need to talk sit settle down and talk, and especially if they don't really have a good reputation, so if we were to come in and just buy them out, I'd have to change their food around as well, you know. Right. Yeah. One of the things I noticed, like you were saying, uh, from my, my time in Ireland was people just rave about fish and chips. They, everybody has their favorite spot and they'll, Yeah, they, man. they love it. They love it. You guys really do. So Man, they, they just love fast food. They love takeaways. Really, they want, like, see, in Canada, there's not many takeaways. That's what I noticed when I was over there. Sorry, man, I'm just walking around my house. Um, yeah. in my apartment, sorry. Um, All good. the fast food quality in Canada is so bad. You don't understand how bad it is compared to, like, for example, fast food in Ireland. It, they're, they're two different scales. They're two different factors. Totally, totally. Yeah, it's a it's a different game. Like we have a lot of McDonald's and I can't see if I was to set up uh, the Chinese that I have going now in Canada, the Canadians wouldn't know what hit them. They'd be like, what is this gold? They, I'm telling you, man, that they're dead. They, I think there's this um new place that opened on Granville Street when I was working and it was like, like Jollibee's or some chicken place. Some chicken place opened up and the queue Yeah. was insane. That's Yeah. what it's like for me on a daily. That's awesome. And I'm not, I'm just selling fish and chips, man. I'm just selling fish and chips. That's crazy. So would you, um, <laughs> how far in the future do you think is your Canadian store? um, well, I said before I left, because I wasn't alone. Well, I was alone and I wasn't alone. My little brother's over in Canada. Um, I told them I have a five-year plan. Hopefully, five. I said five years is very unlikely, but I'd like to see it happening in five years. Five years is to have this franchise up and going. And then have the millions where I say where I'll say make serious money would be in Vancouver. Canada. There's a sixty thousand base customer base in Canada just for the Irish alone, and not one single one of them have a shop like mine. There's a lot of Chinese in Canada, there's a lot of Chinese restaurants, dim sums and hot pots and stuff. But a lot of the Irish people they don't eat that stuff. They don't. That's it's too much. That's too much of like that's too Chinese. If you get what I mean, even the Chinese that we have over now, it's not, it's not authentic Chinese. It's kind of like Chinese for Irish people, if you get what I mean. Totally. Yeah. So if you came over here and, and built one of your authentic Irish Yeah, fish and chips, it will. that It would will be well. legendary. I'll be doing the both. I'll be doing the fish and chips, and I'll be doing the the Chinese. I'm telling you, man. I'll be making millions, man. Totally. Yeah. One of my, uh, But ten years, ten years. I say I give myself ten years till I'm at the point where I'm in. I'm in Canada. Ten years, and I'm at the point where I'm in Canada, and I have that. I have that going. Ten years. Awesome. I'm looking forward to it. One of my favorite things in Vancouver was going around with some of my Irish friends and they'd take me to all the Irish pubs and they'd point out the owner and they'd say, that guy's from my hometown or this or that. And everybody knows everybody. And it was awesome. So I imagine even just with that, just with your Irish customer base here in Canada, you'll, uh, 
you'll be set, I would imagine. One hundred percent, but one hundred percent. I even like there's a um, another half Irish, half Chinese guy over in Vancouver at the moment. And um, before I left, he was like, "Where are you going?" I was like, "I kept up very hush hush." I kind of actually just up and left. Um, I gave my like I found out a week before I was gone that I was gone. I didn't tell my brother a day before I was gone. I kept a very hush hush to kind of up and left. And the day before I left, he's like, "Oh, where are you going?" And I didn't tell want to tell anyone what I was doing. Um, I felt like if I told anyone what I was doing and that kind of like kind of like, it kind of jinxed it in a way. Like even my brother, he was he 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 called me in Egypt for leaving. He was like, "Oh, don't do it. It's gonna be a waste of time. It's not gonna be good. It's gonna your business will fail. Like you're competing against your dad. You don't your dad's there for thirty years, but my dad is he's he's crazy, bro. He's not he's not he's not well in the head, bro. He's he's not there. Like he's he's gone senile. <laughs> like well, you don't like he tell you that you're no good. Like he make you feel like you can't do anything." Like he's a very he was a very controlling person. He'd be like, no matter even if let's say if you knew you were the best of the best, he'd somehow make you feel like you're the worst of the worst. If you get what I mean, he'd be able to convince it that you're a black, even if you could see her skin tone was white. <laughs> Crazy, <laughs> awesome. Um, are there any <laughs> any practices that you do? You mentioned going to the gym. Is there anything else like that that uh, that helps you in no, your day to day? No, bro. Well, if I have to be weed, bro, I like to smoke. There you go. Unfortunately, I forgot that I was on camera, bro. I don't really care. Um, um, yeah, bro, I feel like the gym, if I don't go to the gym, I feel like I, I react to things. I feel like if I don't go to the gym and get uh, a good pump or whatever, I feel like I, I have a very different temper. Like, let's say if I go to the gym in the morning, I come upstairs, I have my breakfast, then I go to work. But if I don't, I'm just going straight to work. I'm not eating my breakfast. I'm dealing with customers straight away. I feel like if I if, if I don't um go to the gym, they're, they're they're two very completely different people. But apart from going to the gym, that's all I do, man. I literally just spend my time at home. If the home if the home's clean, if the home's not clean, I clean the home. If the home's clean, I'll go to the gym. I, there's always something to do. But I don't I don't do anything apart from go to the gym and go to work. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, what would you say to someone who who wants to do something like what you're doing? Who wants to start their their business? Uh, know your customer basis. Definitely, definitely know who you're dealing with before you open up your business. Find out what's going. On. Don't just go thinking like, "Oh, this is a good idea," and you don't know the area. You know. Um. Apart from that, I don't know what to tell you, man. Because like for me, bro, I, like honestly, there wasn't much thinking for me, man. There was there was like, oh, what if this can go wrong? Oh, this there were so many things that could go wrong. But I just went with it, man. You know what I mean? Like I said, I like I was like when I came back to Dublin, it was in December, bro. New Lambs was meant to be open in January, but it didn't open for six months, and I was on an airbed for those six months. So, like I said, I didn't really have a plan. I didn't know, like, like some people to be to be where I am. They've had a plan their whole life to get like through these little stages, man. It's kind of like as if somehow I'm after scoop sk skipping through loads of little holes, had a bad patch in my life. But now, now I'm up there in a way, kind of. I'm on the I'm on the path. That's awesome. Yeah, you're working towards something big. That's yeah. That's so cool. Yeah, I'm super excited to see how your 
how your journey goes. And I love seeing your, Thanks, your Instagram updates and stuff. <laughs> See, that's the thing, actually, like, uh, even even a lot of people didn't know. Um, even when I came back, I kept it very hush-hush. Very, very hush-hush. Like, now there's, like, you, you're you the first person that came on and talked to about it. Because I don't know why, but there's, like, since I've been back and since the loads of people have been like, oh, I want to like, get info, what's going on? But I just kept saying, no, man. I've, and when I mean I've cut the whole world out, I mean I've cut the whole world out. If some people come up to my house, like, on a friend on a Monday, like, two weeks old, like, oh, did you see this happen? Did you see this? And I'm like, man, I don't know what film's out. I don't know what who's paying who. I don't know if Ronaldo's alive. I just know what's going on in my life, what's going on with the job. That's all where my mind is all the time. I don't. I don't know if there's a fucking a hurricane next week. I don't know anything. I don't know if Biden's still the president. <laughs> totally, totally. You, 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 I... get one, you get man. Literally, all my mind is is work, 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 work. And even if I'm sick, it's work. Even if I don't feel good, it's work. Even if I feel shit and sad, it's just work, work, work. You got to work. You got to power through, man. Totally. And have you have you been able to? reap some of the reward from that yet are you starting to kind of see some of that come back to you 100 percent, man um the first six months of oh let's say i have my old business now which would be four months or three months three months let's say three months now i have my old business or percentage income let's say and now now like before like i said i was on an airbed in friends apartment now i've got my own apartment do you know what I mean? I, I'm in the penthouse. I've got a penthouse, man. It's sick. I've never, like, it's sick. It's yeah. very good. Um, I got myself my car. I got a car. I got myself a dog. I've never had a dog. <laughs> and, like, the only thing I've kind of rewarded myself with or felt like I've rewarded with would be my home, I suppose, on the car. What? What? Going away, well. And, oh, yeah, obviously, I went, I, went with, I went away for my birthday, for my 27th birthday. It was a very special trip. Because I worked for a year, like nonstop grinding and being poor, like not having any source. I didn't have any source of income for six months, but which was also uh, suggest why I was on the airbed, like I was saying. Um. So, apart from like getting the house, just a holiday does a reward, you know, for my birthday. That's awesome. Yeah, a lot of people they look at a guy like yourself who is running a business and they think it's all sunflowers and daisies, but. A lot oh, of bro, people they have no idea, but even like I remember one time, um, I think it was my first week at Joey's, and I'd done like five back to back shifts. And like, there was a few kids reports going, like, Do you ever take a day off? And I was like, Man, it's I've only worked four days, and they're like, Yeah, but still, it's hard work. I was like, You don't know what hard work is, and they're like, What do you mean? I was like, You think you this is hard work, you don't have a notion. None of them did, none of them do. They're all just too busy, blah, 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 blah. They don't know what hard work is, man. I do these 12-hour shifts and I get like a 10, 15-minute break, bro. You know what I mean? I, most days I don't even eat, bro. I eat like twice a day if even. And I, and even when I get home, you're, you're, you're so wound up and stressed from work that you don't eat. <laughs> right. You're too busy always serving other people, man. Totally. Totally. Cool. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. It was awesome chatting with you, no Jack. No problem, man. No problem, man. I didn't, I didn't expect to... Uh, I thought it was just an in, uh, an intro call, but glad it's over anyways. Well, there you go. I, that was awesome. <laughs> super, super fun chatting with you. Yeah, man. Cheers, man. Um, Cheers. Thanks for having me on, man. man. But um, yeah, man. Looking forward to the future. It ain't so, going to be easy. It ain't go- it's not going to be easy. 
it's not going to be easy at all. There's going to be a bumpy, bumpy road. Well, good things never are easy, right? And just like you're talking yeah. about that with the those, a lot of people don't uh, don't have a work ethic, or they think that doing four days or five days in a row is working hard. And then, no, man, I'm telling you, bro, it's funny. If I wish I could work five days a week, I wish for even like even now, like I'm like now I'm doing six days a week, and like there's um, they're like, do you want a day off this week? And I'm like, no, I want to work to seven. And they're like why like you're, you're still gonna get the same pay it doesn't really matter i was like i don't know man like well, even like when i'm off work it feels like i'm still in work so i might as well be there <laughs> right so like let's say if i even if like before like when i used to work let's say five or six days for my dad i'd be like oh my god it's such a long week these hours are killing me you know what i mean but now it's 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 different when you have to do it for yourself it's different when you have to do it for joey's Totally, totally different. It's di- let's say, let's say every morning you're waking up and you're going in, you're going into your own kitchen now. You're going, you're turning on the lights, you're turning on the gas pipes, you're turning on the the kitchen stoves, you're doing everything. It's right, fair enough. You're doing it for joys. It becomes, it's, it's you're kind of like a slave. It's kind of like robot. They're nearly robotic movements. You're like, oh, here we go again with this shit. Da, 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 da. But when you're doing it for yourself, it's it's a completely different feeling, man. Completely different. It's great. <laughs> totally, totally. I know what you're saying. Yeah, when you're working on your own project, it's a completely different thing. Yeah. And I, I love when you post every morning, you post flicking on those light switches. I love that because it just shows. Yeah, man, you, you know what, man? I don't even do it all the time, man. I only do it every now and then because it's like, if I do this every day, I just look like a dickhead. Yo, we get it. You're a hard worker. We get it. <laughs> uh, it's awesome, though. I find it super inspiring. And I think a lot of other people do. And I hope I hope lots of people uh, find this this conversation inspiring yeah me too but me too but like yeah but it's it's i don't know what to tell you about but like if you're looking to go down that road like with this podcast like in terms you got to be consistent just be consistent consistency is the key no matter how rough and how bad it gets or whatever just keep doing it day by day it doesn't matter how fast the speed doesn't matter just keep keep showing up and it will change every, every day will get better man totally yeah, no, I think I think you're totally right about that. Um, you'll see people who have become successful with something. It's not because they were doing it really hard for two days and then quit. They they were yeah. doing it bit by bit for three, four years, whatever, right? And then yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what takes them there. Exactly. Kind of like, kind of like, so let's say, like I said, I worked for my dad for seven years. And within, let's say, four months of working in the new land, the investor saw straight away. Within three, they're like, holy fuck, look at this fucking guy. He's like, this guy can do fucking everything. They they only took them four months to invest, let's say, 200 grand euro. Let's say it only took them four months to realize we got to invest money in this fucking guy. <laughs> that's incredible. But like, to be at that, man, that's seven years. It took me seven years to be where I'm at right now. In terms of like, see, people just think it's just coming in. I'm just coming in, taking orders, putting it in the computer. I'm micromanaging 15 people to 12 people behind me while also taking your order, while also checking the quality of the food, while, while also taking the deliveries, while also handing out deliveries. It's fucking insane. It's, 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 uh, it's art. If anything, it's art. <laughs> no doubt. 
totally no i i agree with you it's well yeah it's, but it's absolutely like like, right. like like i said people people like oh look at this it's it's easy i'm i might make it look easy because i've, I've got seven years behind it you know what i mean like if you went in and you like say for example you've you've got you've got culinary you've got culinary skills behind your chef you could go into some guy and this guy's making something like cook or uh, cutting up a salmon or something so easy so easy but why why because he's invested so much time into it he's invested himself into it it's 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 it's, it's he doesn't he can probably do it with his eyes closed i mean i i could i could pack an order with my eyes closed i could pack a bag not knowing what's going into that but just judging by the weight of the trays what's in it <laughs> awesome awesome that's yeah that's super inspiring bro i love it well i should let you uh enjoy the rest of your day off i really appreciate Cheers, you man. coming on here and give me a chat no problem man. where are you right now i'm in eastern canada but no I'm, way. I'm visiting my family but i live in calgary right now okay 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 so well, man, rest up okay yeah awesome you as well and we'll keep in touch Cheers, bro thanks so much thanks, bro. Bro. Bye, bro. Yeah. Bye. Bye. thank you guys for listening along to another episode of the dode mode podcast I had a great time chatting with Jack, and I hope you guys learned something or enjoyed our talk. Um, If you want to find him on Instagram or anything like that, I will post all the links in the description. And otherwise, I want to wish everyone peace and love, and I will catch you on the next one. Don't forget to drop a follow on my Instagram, and we'll catch you next time. Peace and love. Bye.